The Daily 202 is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post brand studio. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, February 25th. In today's news, Green Book wins Best Picture. President Trump postpones tariffs on China. And Justin Fairfax says he's the victim of a political lynching. But first, the big idea. The White House plans to create an ad hoc group of scientists to challenge the government's accepted position on climate science. The National Security Council initiative would include hand-picked scientists who have questioned both the severity of climate change and the extent to which humans contribute to the problem. And the new group is being set up in a way that it will not be subject to the same level of public disclosure requirements as a formal advisory committee. This is the Trump administration's most forceful effort yet to challenge the scientific consensus that greenhouse gas emissions contribute to global warming. The idea of the new working group, which top administration officials discussed Friday afternoon during a meeting in the White House Situation Room, represents a modified version of an earlier plan to establish a federal advisory panel on climate and national security. That plan was championed by William Happer, a physicist who has criticized the idea that carbon dioxide could damage the planet. It also would have created an independent federal advisory committee. But the Federal Advisory Committee Act imposes several ground rules for these panels, including that they meet in public, they're subject to public records requests, and they include a representative membership, i.e. environmentalists. So the new working group, because it's being set up inside the National Security Council, will not be subject to any of those requirements. Inside sources tell my colleagues Juliet Eilperin, Brady Dennis, and Josh Dossie that that was the idea of doing it this way. Trump officials last year had weighed doing a red team, blue team exercise on climate change. This was an idea espoused by Scott Pruitt, who at the time was the head of the Environmental Protection Agency. But White House aides, specifically then Chief of Staff John Kelly, blocked the idea. They didn't want to have a debate about climate change. Government researchers in a range of disciplines have identified climate change as a serious threat for the past two decades, including at the Pentagon. And that's been true under both Republican and Democratic administrations. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Green Book won Best Picture at the Oscars. It is a controversial film, alternatively praised for its lighthearted depiction of a black pianist and his Italian-American driver's unlikely friendship in the 1960s, and also condemned for shortchanging the violent bigotry of that era to focus on a heroic white character. Spike Lee, meanwhile, scored his first Oscar win for Black Klansman, while three other non-white actors won major acting awards. Mexican film director Alfonso Cuaron won for directing Netflix's Roma. This means that Mexican filmmakers have won Best Director in five of the last six years. You might say they're sending their best people. Largely, the Academy's attempts to reform itself after the Me Too crisis of 2017 were at least partially realized, as women, many of them first-time nominees, dominated the acceptance speeches. Number two, Trump announced late last night that he will delay increasing tariffs on $200 billion in Chinese imports. The president's decision represents a gamble 
that his personal intervention can smooth the way to a final deal and quiet skeptics who fear he may be too quick to capitulate to Beijing. Writing on Twitter Sunday evening, Trump said the United States has made substantial progress in our talks with China on important structural issues, including intellectual property protection, technology transfer, agriculture services, currency, and other issues. Trump did not set a new date for the tariff increase to take effect. He did, however, announce plans to host Chinese President Xi Jinping at Mar-a-Lago, his Florida state, to finalize terms for the agreement should the talks continue to make headway. That meeting, which the president mulled about publicly on Friday, is expected later next month. Number three, the Virginia legislature wrapped up the strangest General Assembly session in memory late Sunday night. The session was marred by multiple blackface scandals and allegations of sexual assault against Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax. Senator Chap Peterson from Fairfax called it probably the most infamous session since 1861. That was the year Virginia seceded from the Union. Channeling Clarence Thomas Fairfax, a Democrat, declared during extended remarks before the state Senate yesterday that he is the victim of a, quote, political lynching. Senators of both parties reacted with stunned silence. All this chaos overshadowed actual legislative accomplishments in the Commonwealth, including bipartisan agreement on incentives for the massive Amazon headquarters project in Arlington County. Virginia also advanced a plan to clean up coal ash ponds around the state. A new law raises the legal age to buy tobacco products from 18 to 21, and pay raises will be enacted for teachers and other public employees. But efforts to pass an equal rights amendment and extend discrimination protections to gay men and lesbians, which initially seemed to have broad support, floundered in the climate of degenerating politics. And in a symbolic snub, the Virginia State House and Senate decided last night not to send a delegation of lawmakers to Governor Ralph Northam's ceremonial office in the Capitol to report that they had adjourned. That has been the custom for literally centuries. Northam had let them know earlier Sunday that he would be ready to receive them. Instead, he got a half hour's notice that they would not be coming. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, February 25th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.